0: Hey there, welcome to Talk About the Passion, Episode 9. We're almost in the double digits with these, which is uh, pretty exciting for me. Uh, how are you, though? You, you have a good holiday? You fill yourself up with enough uh, stuffing and ginger ale or whatever? Huh? No? That's okay, neither did I. Uh, I did pretty good. Um, so, my guest today is my friend uh, Tommy Hardy. If you're from Boston and involved in the underground music scene or what have you, you probably know him. Uh, we have a number of mutual friends, as does you know anyone in this tiny world over here in the this Boston music scene. Uh, I had never met him until a couple of years ago at a, a Cure show of all places. Uh, speaking of that, too, I've noticed a number of these conversations I've had now. Some of us have been to the same exact shows or experienced the same exact thing at the you know the exact same moment in life uh, even the conversations with folks from different backgrounds there's been some little thing that makes some sort of connection anyway back to today's episode up until I met uh, Tommy at the Cure show I only knew him from the uh, the Rosalita man video uh, which he talks about in this episode and then just uh, pictures I had seen of him performing with his uh, old band Specter Hawk Uh, that, and then just, you know, random run-ins on social media. I imagine you know, he would be someone I'd easily just be friends with. And, uh, of course we hit it off at that Cure show and, uh, hung out for a while after the show. And then, uh, yeah. So, you know, to say he's one of the funniest guys I know would be an understatement. And, uh, as you'll hear in this episode he's a great uh, storyteller and his uh, you know his passion for music and entertainment is is uh, pretty intense so uh, it's good it's uh, a good conversation and uh, you know we talk quite a bit about our mutual love of uh, this uh, rock and roll band called kiss uh, so if you don't like them uh, you know that's your problem uh, but you know we we talk about them uh, a bit at the beginning and then you know throughout here and there and uh and then you know his love of uh, bruce springsteen comedy and then uh, he talks a, a little bit about getting sober and uh, it's all here uncensored loud proud whatever uh, and i'll make this short uh uh thanks for listening if you were uh someone you know should be on the podcast please uh you definitely get in touch with me. I have a, a Facebook page you can write me on, which is uh, facebook.com T a T P podcast.com, uh, as well as, uh, one of these, uh, Podbean pages, which is talk about the passion dot pod And, uh, you know, I do most of these mobile, uh, I live, uh, closer to Providence than Boston at this point. And, uh, about five minutes away from where the greatest football team of all time plays um so you know if you ever want to come here to be interviewed uh you know you'd love it i I, there's a view of the lake uh i supply free drinks to guests and uh you'd have access to a bathroom as well so uh you know you can do that uh also if you listen to this podcast on itunes please uh take a second and uh, give me a rating. Uh, I'd appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I'll even shake your hand if we ever meet. Uh, That'd be kind of neat, right? Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Here's me and Tommy Hardy. Uh, Please enjoy. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Okay, yeah, Um, so I'm here with uh, my friend Tommy Hardy in uh, beautiful Salem, Massachusetts, Yep. and uh, you obviously did not grow up in here. I didn't, Um,
1: Uh, so I'm happy you said Tommy Hardy and used my uh, (laughs) actual name, which is funny. (laughs) A lot of people didn't know what it was until Facebook came about in whatever, 2008 or something. Right. Because I couldn't, I couldn't create a profile of Tommy Somerville because right. there's some other guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's actually like this amazing jazz uh, pianist and, oh, right. and horn player. He's from Georgia. He's actually awesome, and yeah. I don't even really like jazz or right, any of that right. shit. But I was like, wow, this guy's like <laughs> talented. He's more of a Tommy Somerville than me in that right, way, right. and it's actually his born name. So, yeah. so I had to be Tommy Hottie. A few people were like, oh, I didn't even know it. I don't your real last name was Somerville. I'm like, no. <laughs> wasn't my real last name. I uh, I stumbled into that by telling somebody not to call me it during yeah. the poker again.
0: Yeah, exactly. My
1: friend Hale Hack said, deals to you, Tommy Somerville. And it was a bunch of like the boys around. I think Tall Paul was there and a few bunch of other random drunk cats from uh, the Cambridge Port we used to hang out with. I was oh, saying, yeah, yeah, Don't you ever fucking call me that again. <laughs> so yeah, I grew up in Somerville, uh, right in Union Square. It was kind of a fucking i would say it was a, it was a little bit of a tough neighborhood when i was like young young yeah and i definitely didn't fit in with that at all Yeah, My cousins could all like kick the crap out of everybody right right and i just wanted to like play zelda and listen right, to like, right. kiss and zeppelin and shit
0: <laughs> so this uh, how old are you i'm 40 okay all right so i'm 40 mean, 1977 yeah. i was born right. love gun came out yeah, and yeah i was born yeah yeah we're gonna get into kiss. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, did I did did I, <laughs> did I segue well into that, Christian? <laughs> He's wearing a, a kiss hoodie, and I yep. have, I have a kiss pin that's on my jacket. So we're, yep, we're we
1: we are uh, full fledged army lieutenant Whoa. sergeants, whatever the fuck. <laughs>
0: We'll definitely have to rep that. And at some okay, point, right?
1: You What's that? I can say wordy dirds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, all right, yeah, good. Because I, I tend to pep on my language a little bit <laughs> with the F-bombs and shit and whatever else. So. so yeah, I don't know what band I first got into, but it was when I was five. Yeah. And I can't tell which tree fell in the woods first, whether it was Kiss, Van Halen, or Bruce Springsteen. Okay. it was all three of them when i was a little guy stealing records from my uncle johnny yeah. and i was with uncle johnny yesterday for thanksgiving yeah and he told me it was definitely kiss oh, Since yeah? you were drawn to them
0: first oh nice
1: i was like really he goes oh yeah you were because you were into star wars and yeah, yeah. and you know superheroes and stuff so you saw these guys and that was it that that's was it. yeah that's and sort it was of like how we I... and, and he was like it was me and uncle tom that were trying to like get you more into van halen and bruce and neil right. young who i i still can't get you neil young but whatever. yeah uh, and ACDC and whatever else you for whatever reason was just kiss 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 yeah so it's like they go, oh, they did influence me very much with all of those other bands too Amp- right Max, yeah yeah uh, but like uh kiss was the first thing still still to this day and uh, like we were just talking before you went on uh you have a tougher time defending Gene or Morrissey.
0: Uh, and yeah, lately yeah,
1: probably Morrissey. Definitely Morrissey. I mean, Gene yeah, is yeah. such a dick, and everybody like he's a reason why I feel like more people hate Kiss for shit Gene says than they're actually. Yeah, but then there's people who just can't stand the music. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: but I've definitely yeah for for most things that I love, there's generally a dorky side of it too. But none of them has sort of. I don't know, gotten a sideward glance from people who so, you know, supposedly know what they're talking about right. more than Kiss.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's the, Is so it, if you're into, I don't know, you know, if I have, not that I have jazz friends or anything like that, but, but there's certain people that, you know, I only like sophisticated or, or, you know, I have a, a friend on Facebook um, that anytime we bring up ACDC, he talks about how basic and boring they are, and this and that. And I'm oh, like, good for like, him! <laughs> I'm like, good for him. Yeah, yeah I just... don't think you understand. And he's a rock guy, and I'm like, I don't think you understand rock and roll if you don't like ACDC or if you're making fun of it. And then but.
1: there's the other side of it. There's like the punk rock kids who, because we listen to big stadium shit, right? They're like, you know, that stuff yeah. sex. Right, right. Like, and you know. Whatever the I didn't I i every time I create a punk rock guy in my head they always sound like Opie. <laughs> 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 oh, what do you listen to that shite for? Listen to <laughs> that <and back> in
0: <laughs> I'd like to get him on here. I, I Oh was, god that would be so good. I was Whoa. his boss for a little while at uh at Rounder Records. I yeah. hope he listens to this too. Love you, Hope. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He is awesome. Um but yeah, so yeah, so Kiss has always been one of those bands where you've we've we've had to defend and that's why we formed an army I think because uh, that's
1: a good point it has to be right like it, and other Kiss fans are also you know we're all like I'm sure you know John Lynch too who yeah, is yeah. I mean he's got to fly that banner we all kind of wave the flag yeah you know that's why the Kiss army works it's yeah. like
0: and it's <laughs> always people I never would think like Mark from Slapshots uh, uh, oh yeah a Kiss guy too yeah. and,
1: Jack uh, actually told me the few times he's actually sort of acknowledge my presence uh has told me he he, he likes kiss a lot really interesting well. yeah, yeah yeah so you know he's another guy who you wouldn't expect but. yeah
0: do you have uh because i have a few songs where if someone says they hate kiss i can play them and not tell them it's kiss that and yeah. it, like like hard rock guys i'll usually play like she or parasite or something black like black diamond black diamond or one of those and they're like oh this is kiss you know and uh, it's not just "I was made for loving you." And uh, oh no, which is an awesome song. That the the disco album, and I think some of them
1: maybe like like you can't not cringe. I was probably like maybe ten the first time I heard it. Yeah, and I still cringed when I heard Christine Sixteen. Yeah, we all do, <laughs> yeah. especially that pot in the middle because he's like, wait, she's like a little kid, dude. Yeah. So I mean, I as much as I love Love Gun, I will skip over that. Song, yeah, yeah, which sucks because that. Cool. that yeah, it's a to it.
0: musically it's great song. Fantastic. Um But so, did you see them as a as a kid? I did not. I no. and
1: when I was a kid, by that time, uh, they had peeled the makeup.
0: Off. Oh yeah, yeah. That so been,
1: when I first got into them, they still had the makeup because I vaguely remember the "I Love It Loud" video. Yeah, that came on like once or twice, real yeah. late at night, and I was really jazzed every time it did. I was yeah. I was addicted to MTV as, right. as, as a pre little. Pubescent shit. Yeah. Um, when they peeled the makeup off, I did. I remember that being kind of a weird moment for me. Like that's that's when all of a sudden Van Halen got cooler.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah.
1: when ACDC got cooler. Even yeah, though yeah. I still loved Kiss. It wasn't until a couple of years later that I really came around. That like I loved them more than. The others, or yeah, they, yeah. sh- they sort of hung in it because I just kept digging up more of the older shit, right? You know, as much as I was still, you know, of course, you know, we, I was still listening to all the stuff that MTV was, you know, jamming down my throat, whether it was Heaven's on Fire or, or what have you. Uh, I think I, now they don't get enough credit for has some really good crafted poppy rock. Oh songs yeah, is Crazy Nights?
0: Yeah, yeah, Crazy yeah.
1: Nights. They were trying to do, and I know damn well Paul. Paul is. Very like you could tell he's very Machiavellian with, yeah, yeah. with Kiss, yeah. and he turns it into his baby. Yeah. He was so enamored with Bon Jovi, oh, not yeah. just musically but as a business model. Yeah. He was trying to do what they do a yeah, little yeah. better, or in his way. Right, right. So for whatever reason, that album to me is 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 holy and. Uh, I, my, now mind you we were talking about songs that we would show people that right, right. I would never show anybody <laughs> 80s Kiss <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. hide 80s right. Kiss yeah, yeah. I listened to 80s Kiss because I was 10 I was right. fucking 10 when I heard it it makes me yeah. remember being happy no I wouldn't be like oh no listen to this and then like, put on like <laughs> King of Hearts or something like that from On the Shades like oof no you. Did, th- 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 these songs did not age well right right uh, I think Lick It Up they still play yeah 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 and that's probably like Lick It Up maybe Heaven's on Fire I think that would yeah. be the it for the non-makeup years that they actually play out
0: yeah I looked at a, uh, a set list because they just had that Kiss Cruise recently. oh yeah
1: and they dig out all the deep cuts like look at the fucking room service yeah
0: they did something from Elder on there what
1: the fuck see I mean yeah. that's nuts yeah when I saw them last me and my friend Tennille saw them in Great Woods they played Got to Choose oh the nice first time they played that on the yeah. tour so I was psyched about that yeah. they played Got to Choose hey yeah. something from Harder Than Health yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I saw them. So my dad took us to see them when I was a kid. Uh, after Love, <laughs> and
1: uh, oh wait, you got this awesome story, don't you?
0: I have a oh, well, a couple. Yes. I, I saw the, that, and uh, it was mainly just because my dad was in that business, so uh-huh. he was able to get tickets. But I, I still remember him coming home. I was in a bat in the bathtub, and he said, we we're, we're gonna go see Kiss next week." I had no idea that they were. As a kid, you didn't know they were touring, but he said, we're oh. going to go see Kiss. They're filming a movie at Magic Mountain, which was the amusement park. Gah! Up the, like 15, 20 minutes from where we lived in California. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, we went to that show where they filmed uh, the live stuff from Fan of the Park. But he, we ended up leaving before they did the whole ah. rip it out and had the fake uh, Kiss come on stage. And... I don't know if they I don't even know if they filmed that when people were there or if they when that they had the right. they, I think they did when they battled the, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <on> the <laughs> they shot the fire. <laughs> Star Child. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Star Child, they are serious. Oh but that's God. uh I love that movie as even as <laughs> just because of that seeing it as a kid and then just seeing that movie as a kid and Oh, of course, just because that's, that's you know sort of like you were saying how we got into them is being into like superheroes and this net so seeing them oh, like yeah. act even though it's like the worst fucking it's the, movie it's fucking horrible and there's a scene which I still haven't gone back and looked but I think Ace talks about it in his book where there's a guy playing him and you can so clearly see it's a dude. black guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it his stunt double and it, because he was too who, he was too blotto that day to actually yeah also um. Uh, Peter Chris's voice throughout the whole thing yeah. is dubbed over as a guy who's actually voice talent for a lot of anime. Oh, really? That,
0: real high voice. Yeah, Linda. yeah.
1: His <laughs> like so his voice in that you'll hear in like an episode of Scooby Doo. Oh, that's fucking. Or funny. fucking like I don't know when the Barbarian or random like Hanna Barbera thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of weird little factoids around that like terrible piece of shit movie. Right. Like, have you ever seen uh, like the only. Like, actor I've ever seen in anything else that's in that movie is uh, a uh, fella, like, one of the security guys in the beginning was uh, uh in that movie uh, Shocker. Oh, really? Which, funny enough, Paul yeah, Stanley yeah. does a song. Yeah, yeah. I think he was, like, the bad guy. Right, right. In one of those things. And oh, see interesting. It. He's, like, a random, like, yeah, he's, like, a random character actor who's been in, like, like, he's a guy who gets, like, Killed in like a Stallone movie, oh, that's like funny. cliffhanger or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. He's a guy who like you know is w- in the goon squad of like one of Sagal's yeah yeah one of those movies yeah. and gets killed early on.
0: That's funny. So
1: it's like I'll see that. Oh, me the man of the bar guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that movie uh, rules. Do you remember? Uh, shit. To go back to like growing up, do you do you remember your first uh, concert? Absolutely. Yeah,
1: uh, my uncle took me to see yes when i was 12 which yeah. is really weird considering i never liked them and still yeah. don't but i love the idea of seeing live music yeah, yeah um so you know little guy and seeing that the first yeah. band i saw by myself um i think was bad religion yeah and it was you know a little more of a teenage thing like i didn't get to the rat my mom was funny it was like i was a fucking juvenile delinquent yeah. so i i uh I liked freshman year a lot so much I had three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was constantly grounded but my mom right. would like be really sort of funny about grounded because I had no problem with staying home. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, sure, sure, fine. Yeah. i got to do shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, she'd let she'd let me like go out but I couldn't like really leave Somerville sort of Cambridge area so I couldn't like go to the Rat. Couldn't go to the Middle East. Couldn't go to like certain places like that. She thought that was so I would sneak out here. And right. There. Uh, first time I was with the Rat I forget who it was I saw. I think it was uh a buddy of mine who, well, Mark Glenn from the Ducky Boys. Uh, a buddy of mine knew him, yeah, real well. And I wound up meeting him, and I just remember thinking it was so cool. was a kid my age yeah. that's got a band, you know, because I had just picked up a bass guitar and was trying to fiddle around with it too. Yeah. Um, so that was sort of like my introduced my introduction to sort of like Boston punk rock. I found the band Mung. Yeah, yeah, around that time, them. and they're yeah. still like my fucking favorite yeah, of, that, yeah. of that era, and still now, yeah, like the band I'm currently in. Yeah, um, I think I. I I'm not even gonna say I borrow. a straight up rip off. Yeah, like nice. someone like the way I write a tune from Polly and, yeah. and those guys, like, oh, I, nice. I just think they're fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And never really got their due. They're yeah. like kind of a whipping post. Yeah, like, definitely. Like uh, th- a lot of stuff came out around that time that you know maybe got to like you know whether the bands got on Epitaph Records or got on some right. tour or this that or the other that I think were nowhere near as good a oh, yeah. band as Mungwur. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So, so. um I think they were one of the first like punk bands I saw too. Yeah, uh, I can't really. It's it's so foggy because I can't remember which was the first time, and I don't have a lot of romantic memories of the rat, unfortunately. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it was like mostly like Middle East matinees and stuff like that. Right. I was getting to as a teenager. I found punk, I got into punk rock actually through Kiss too.
0: Yeah. How yeah. Was that? Yeah. So
1: there's a band called the Sloppy Seconds. You ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah.
0: And they had that takeoff on the Boom. Destroyer album. Yeah.
1: Boom! I was 13, and yeah. Looney Tune records, and right outside Harvard Central, that little furniture yeah, district yeah. where there's all those furniture stores. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Now and now it's uh, the uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah. I Saw yeah. that album. It was like, go. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two weeks before school. Yeah. Uh, and I was supposed to buy like school stuff. Right. Instead, I came home with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like. I mean, I had known who, like, the Clash and the Ramones were and shit, but before right. them, I didn't know of, like, this underbelly of bands like The Descendants or Misfits something like yeah. that until that band. Right. Know, like, they had, like, a bunch of Misfits stuff. Right. Like, uh, and I think they did a cover of Where Eagles Dare on that album. Yeah. I'm 100% on that. I gotta go look. Yeah. So it was like, that was, like, a bit... So from them, I found out who all these other fucking bands were. Circle right. Jerks, Adolescents, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know. Um,
0: we were more of, like, a, a punk guy than the straight-up hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, stuff, yeah, definitely. Because I, feel, I yeah. didn't
1: know, unfortunately, about hardcore yeah. until I was probably about seventeen. Yeah, and it was—I uh, think it was like Minor Threat and Bad Brains. So right. I mean, I got into the early stuff right away. Yeah, and like the stuff that I think were was or I thought was sort of like metal or thrash yeah i guess could be like like i thought that's what slapshot and Gangrene green were right right the first times i heard them i thought they were like thrash yeah yeah. Th- and that which is i guess metal yeah. so it was like i didn't don't, i didn't think of that as hacker. also remember i'm from Somerville, so it right. was like i was already called a faggot right yeah. but you know not for just listening to f- the fucking eagles or whatever right. hip hop thing was coming on like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, nobody understood my ass and yeah, yeah. i was perfectly okay with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, <clears throat> um, fucking, yeah, I, I, hardcore came a little bit later. I yeah. was definitely not a hardcore kid. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of it too was like the mid-90s, early uh, uh, to late 90s. There was some, but it was like Blood for Blood yeah, yeah. and Hate Breed and stuff like that, which I'd liked a yeah, lot. Yeah. But it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I mean Definitely. I didn't
1: want to get killed. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got more like sort of the poppy punk side of things yeah. and then street punk from that. Yeah. Uh, hardcore was always there, it was always yeah. in the mix, but right. not in the forefront for me. Yeah.
0: I feel like and with me too uh, I feel like people can kind of go in and out of that scene too and just sort of oh yeah spend some time with it or you know and especially a lot of it went real close to metal so I think that people that were more into the like descendants and adolescence and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that might have turned them off when it kind of got a little metal or a hooks. little mosh yeah the hooks and stuff
1: hooks like um, even Bad Religion like I mentioned earlier I think they were the they Might have been the first punk band I yeah. saw, and it was at like a bigger place, like an Axis yeah, type yeah. place, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it was like a recipe for hate tour, yeah. They had, I think they had Blink 182 opening, yeah, like probably. A young, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so I think and I think that came from like you know being really into Kiss too, yeah. Kiss has these big, amazing hooks, yeah. so yeah. all like the poppy punk stuff kind of appealed to me, yeah, in that, in that sense, yeah, or not even poppy stuff, but like punk rock with hooks, like I wouldn't consider. I wouldn't consider monk pop punk,
0: right? But there's hooks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's catchy so, and yeah, definitely. Uh, and then Van Halen. So did did you get more yeah. into stuff like that, like sort of hair metal and oh, yeah. and that kind of stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah,
1: because it was the it was you know it was everywhere back
0: then. Not that then. Van Halen was hair metal, but you know I mean? the yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like I think I drew the line somewhere. Yeah. Around Poison and Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I remember. My brother being really into those two bands, and yeah. him being two years younger than me, and yeah. me getting a pick on him yeah. for liking them right. more than say I liked Metallica or Van Halen yeah, or yeah. or Sabbath or yeah. something like yeah. that. Like you know, I thought I was you know more macho and he yeah. was a little more. Whereas you know, in hindsight. You know my brother was a linebacker on the football team, yeah. and actually, like, I think it was like we we're probably about 15, yeah. When I was messing with him, he gave me a crack, and I was like, Okay, I can't kick my little brother's ass anymore, he can kind of kick my ass, now. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, like, yeah, he, he he basically was like, Yeah, I'm listening to poison, what do you want?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: talk dirty to me, too. I mean, uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's kind of it's totally our dynamic right there, yeah.
0: Oh, no, it's not,
1: but anyway, uh. Uh, so, the hair metal stuff. As much as I I liked it, yeah. I think at the time I was, uh, you know, more waving the flybridge metal in general. Yeah, yeah, From them I got an Aussie made yeah, yeah. Judas Priest and new wave British metal and all that. Yeah. And in my school, I went to a tiny little Catholic school right yeah. in the bottom of my street. Everybody was all obsessed with Run DMC and Paul Abdul or yeah, whatever yeah. the you know the pop rock stuff was, and I was the fucking weird kid. I yeah, was the one right. guy. <laughs> Who was like, no, I don't like that shit. Right. I, like, I like metal. Yeah. It was like the, and of course, being Catholic school, I was also a demon. Yeah, yeah. I was also evil. Yeah, yeah. So the girls would mm, just say stuff that would mortify the hell <laughs> out of me and like, you know, uh, you know, walk around like doing the cross with yeah, their yeah. fingers and stuff right. like that like I'm a fucking vampire. Yeah. And, yeah, they, they're all my friends now. Which yeah, is yeah. Funny. Like, you know, feel well, you like, were always so funny. I, I, that, yeah. yeah, remember when you guys <laughs> so started you me for me. life between third <laughs> and grade? Right? I know, I went yeah. through sort of the same stuff. So. I mean, if I liked dudes, you would have turned me gay. I would have <laughs> blended on y'all. But no, I don't like dudes. I'm
0: <laughs> so you probably then spent, like you were saying, you, you liked being at home a lot. So Oh, God, yeah, I was a homebody. Uh, we went to, like, because uh, you were obviously pretty funny guy and we were like a comedy guy did you have like favorite comedians yes. and
1: yes it's i'd say uh monty python were yeah. a huge thing yeah uh, michael tom who uh i just lost a few years ago he was kind of my muse for everything yeah so whether it be rock and roll uh uh comedy stuff like that he was obsessed with like wc fields yeah, and yeah three stooges and shit like that so mm-hmm. it was like i got like a little bit of a rub from that yeah but I, you know, I would I would be really into Kids in the Hall yeah. and 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 shit like that. So yeah. it was like anything that sort of looked at the world off kilter. I yeah. was all about Monty Python. And, yeah, yeah, and stuff like uh, as far as stand up comedy went at the time, I remember there was a guy, Jake Johansson. Remember him? Guy yeah, with oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was the funniest motherfucker yeah, yeah. alive for yeah. some reason. Yeah, um, like dudes like that, I found funnier than say. And don't get me wrong, I love Eddie Murphy yeah, yeah. and Dice Clay and all right. those guys too. We all love them. Yeah, they're like sort of popular stadium yeah, yeah. comics of the time. Yeah, but I remember like HBO would. That's one cool thing about cable was like they dumped a lot of stuff oh, yeah. on
0: us. Yeah, music and so yeah. guys like
1: Jake Drake Johansson and Drake Sather.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and. Like, when I tried doing stand-up, I was totally not them. Yeah. And the only reason why I did stand-up years ago was because my friends told me I was funny and I should do it. Yeah. I had no passion for it at all. Right, right. I didn't really see I yeah. never saw myself as a comedian. Right. You know, funny, sure. I, th- I always thought I was barroom funny. I yeah, yeah. I think that. I was stand-up comedy funny. Mm-hmm. So I would just get up there and tell stories about, right. like, being beaten up by mentally handicapped kids in high school. <laughs> and
0: True stories, kind of, that <laughs> right. I would embellish to yeah, the to, make, to the yeah, the degree yeah. to make it yeah, funny. Yeah, I and, think that stuff is just as funny as some... Because there's a lot of stand-up comedians that just yeah. aren't funny on stage. And just, well, don't, aren't yeah. funny, but just... But as just a storyteller or someone to talk to... They're
1: great writers. It's, yeah. And then they somehow, whether it's charisma or a stage present don't really, it doesn't transfer into right. the live show. Yeah. When I was doing stand-up, I noticed that a lot from guys who were way fucking funnier than me that actually care about it and have passion for it. Where me, I would just get shit-faced, get up right. there, and take my shirt off, do <laughs> man-boob puppet theater right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and get a bunch of laughs because I'm a fucking loser <laughs> um, rather than somebody who cares about the craft. I think right. it was like the first time I I did a show with a few people who were just like knock it out of the park good. right? And I was like, I'm just taking stage time away from someone yeah. who loves yeah. this. Yeah. So I was like, I bowed the fuck out. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know what? I I don't love this. Right, I'm right. I'm doing this because people think I'm funny and I'm a an right. attention whore.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, I don't need this.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: Like, I was like, yeah, that's... I'm not even an attention whore. That's no. Crazy. So I was just... Well, maybe a little bit. I think we all are think We all are, <laughs> we all are yeah, we, definitely. Are, we all are some Yeah. You look at me. I'm a fucking... I'm, I'm interesting.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely we. But um, yeah. So you did music though. So
1: the whole time I was doing standup, I was doing that, hoping yeah. that people would see that I'd be a good frontman. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No
1: lie, that yeah. was my like my end goal was like fuck. I hope this turns into a band, and yeah. it kind of did. There was an overlap of years there where it's like uh, so. I did comedy from 2003 to 2007. Yeah, I'd say there's about 40 to 50 shows in there. Maybe maybe I might be really over guesstimating that yeah. because I was I was such a drunk back then that yeah. I, I I time gets a little farty right. on me sometimes. Um, and I quit drinking in 09, so it was like really kind of like a thing where it was like. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do stand up comedy anymore right part of my act was I was drunk drunken yeah I was Tommy Samuel. Right. you want to
0: talk, a, talk about that at all or is that no, it's yeah. fine I'll talk yeah, about yeah. whatever yeah, whatever yeah. you want to ask me
1: yeah. oh open book brother yeah um, so I quit drinking in 09 and I did I knew comedy wasn't going to if and if I was going to do it it was going to be dramatically different yeah um, but once again, it was like, I didn't really have a love for it. So yeah. Kevin actually, Paddy yeah. actually asked me if I wanted to host Gong Show Karaoke.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And I was like, fuck, we all love the Gong oh, Show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chuck Barris, the yeah, unknown yeah. comic. Yeah. I was hoping to actually, like, as one of our judges have an unknown comic gimmick. Yeah, yeah. As one of the judges every week. And, yeah. um uh, but nobody really wanted to step up to the plate for that. Yeah. So I would start getting like people from the music scene as the judges and people to come in and sing and shit like that and there were prizes and all that. It was right. that was a lot of fun. I really yeah. wish we had some film of it. Right. Because I was better at doing that than I ever was at doing stand up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that directly coincided with me quitting drinking.
0: Yeah. Like, I quit yeah. drinking
1: three weeks before I started toasting gong Show. Really, Yankee. okay. I somehow made it through my first year and a half without yeah. a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Doing Gong Show karaoke every Monday night. Yeah, unreal. Patey, you fucking slave driver. <laughs> ah, no, God bless him. He he got it. He had the idea. He let me kind of run with it. Yeah. Um. Maybe a few bucks in the interim. Uh, I made sure, you know, my deep my DJ team uh, were a married couple, my yeah. friends uh, Megan and who would Megan was in charge of getting all the songs for karaoke, which you yeah. sounds easy, right? But you know, it is a lot more. It's a lot more difficult than people people think. Or yeah. you know, she had to like get get a hard drive and all that bullshit, and then like all these the songs that people wanted to. Saying she had to somehow try to find a karaoke version of that. Right. Sometimes that's not that hard at all, depending on what. And sometimes it's like, yeah, dude, we're not going to find Back by Bay Cops, <laughs> by the Freaks.
0: <laughs> right, right. Sorry. And this was at uh, TT the Bears, where yep. Kevin was the manager. TT is when yeah.
1: Kevin was the manager there, right? right? I was his door guy for years, and I quit doing that because I, uh, it was funny how like I didn't mind the work too too much, but it was like that after shift drink. I missed. Oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that first year, I had to like say no and bye to a lot of right. shit, which, in hindsight, now eight years deep. Yeah, I probably could be able to do it, but at the same time, it am yeah. tempt fate.
0: Right. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. So yeah, the quitting drinking thing. You want yeah. me to expound <laughs> a little on that?
0: Sure. So did you you hit a, uh, uh, uh yeah yeah so at one point did you hit a uh bottom a really yeah real bottom uh, low yes and that, no i yeah. think it
1: was like i think it was like a thing where so this is actually my third try okay the first time i tried was 2006 and i had just turned 29 yeah. and it was sort of as a way to see if i could do it for a few months right and um i actually I was like, I felt like I could, but, yeah. in a, but at the, in the back of my head, I kind of knew that eventually I was going to have to. Yeah.
0: Because definitely.
1: the way I drank was I, you know, the. W- one was too many and a thousand was never enough. Right, right. That's the old adage. Yeah. But it was true, man. I yeah, just, yeah. I was powerless over it. For Christ's sakes, I got my name tattooed in a goddamn PBR logo. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. I, same amount of letters in Tommy or Paps. Same amount of letters in Somerville and Blue Ribbon. The ah meets at the same spot. There's two L's in Ville, two B's in Ribbon, only one Tommy fucking Somerville. And go. yes, I would walk in a bar with that gimmick. People love people love me for it. They were yeah. always like, you know, oh, man, you quit drinking. I mean, you were always, you were never violent or, no, I wasn't. I was not a violent guy. I never really, I, I mean, being a tough guy it was like, my line was this. It was like, listen, I'm a nice guy in a city full of tough guys. Yeah, you yeah. want to fight? Go go find one. Yeah, it's yeah. not hot. It's yeah. Boston. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's got a fucking chip on their shoulder and yeah. you know, wants to go. Yeah, Me, nah, man. I wanted to freaking. I wanted to drink and laugh about dumb shit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I think I knew in the back of my head right there, and then eventually I was going to have to quit. Yeah. And then again, two years later, I, th- I guess the kind of rock bottom moment happened the second time, which yeah. didn't even stick. I, uh, I was partying at a friend's house, and I'm sure there were other things involved other than booze. Right. But I woke up behind the McGrath Highway Dunks. Yeah. Not yeah. Dunks, I'm sorry, Burger King behind oh, yeah, a goddamn yeah, yeah, yeah. dumpster because yeah. somehow I crawled up and I was uh, I was covered in my own urine and I don't know whose blood right. could have been mine yeah. but there was <laughs> blood on my shirt right. and on my hand and I, I don't remember a fucking thing and that's, that's like the
0: beginning of a movie right? it, really yeah. it really is it
1: really is it scared the shit out of me yeah I was hoping it was my own right, who right. knows bloody knows because hence what right. extracurriculars I might have been up to yeah yeah uh I was hoping it was like my own, like a bloody nose or something. Right. But I couldn't, I I, I don't remember. So yeah. it was like, that scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And I went 10 months that time. Yeah. Thought I had a, a handle on it because I saw everybody else right. out and about. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and this was like summer of 2008. I had just dropped about 58 pounds. So yeah. I was like feeling good, looking good. Yeah. You know, ladies are noticing the weight loss, all that. Um, and being a big dog, you kind of, you know, you kind of notice, like, okay, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now Definitely. that I lost all of this, I can have this now. <laughs> yeah, have yeah. That now, so right. I was out at Flynn O'Brien's, and I was like, "Fuck it!" You know what? I'm gonna have a drink. And- yeah. That started a goddamn bender that lasted about another ten months. Yeah, <laughs> wow. And it was the end of that one. There was no like real defining moment. Right, my right. last drunk, I was at the, it was a Tuesday night, and I was at the Druid. Yeah. In Inman Square. Right. Uh, I was walking home, ran into friends in front of what used to be the Abbey. Yeah, yeah. Is now Trina's, which is I also worked there for years. not oh, That my okay. grandfather's bar. Oh, was it? Oh, I didn't yeah, man. My grandfather oh, yeah. used to drink there when it was called the Abbey Field Cafe. Oh, that's amazing. It's, yeah, because he was an East Cambridge guy. Yeah. And him and his buddy used to drink Schlitz there. Him and his buddy Charlie Murphy. Yeah. And they always said they'd come in for Schlitz until one of them died. Yeah. And Charlie (laughs) died first, unfortunately. So they stopped drinking Schlitz.
0: Huh.
1: They they would still carry Schlitz up until they closed, too. Huh. Love that about that place. That's crazy. Um, So I would... That was kind of like my you know, that was my fucking Moe's. Right. You know what right. I mean? That was my living room. The apple yeah, lounge yeah. was. I had a few. I right. Cambridge Port. I liked a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. From some friends. I liked, uh, I liked the B-side lounge a lot, which is yeah. a little more higher end. Also gone. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. These places all closed after I quit drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. It was me. They lost me as a client. I was keeping them afloat. Anyway. Um. So, Uh. yeah, I walked by. There were friends drinking at Trina's. They kicked, they had me in for a drink. Yeah. Um, I remember and, and Trina's really bummed me out because A, it used to be the Abbey. B, they're not having music anymore. C, they don't have fucking Paps, Schlitz <laughs> or uh, I forget what whiskey it was that was right. my whiskey at the time but they didn't have any of those yeah. and to not get those where my grandfather would fucking sit right, and drink right. kind of pissed me off a little. So yeah. yeah. Uh, even though the people there were always so so nice and right. I, I, I'm happy they're still doing good every time I go in that yeah, neighborhood, yeah. they're still up making their food and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, So that was my last drug. It wasn't like I woke up the next day and like, you know, something off happened or I just knew that it was November 4th, 2000. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be all. There were some health issues too in there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can delve into, but it's like really. uh, All right. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll tell you my, basically my, my doctor said, yeah, so, um, you, you've got some stuff inside you. That's like an old man. So you've got to stop
0: this. You got to stop. Yeah.
1: And, uh. That like, and she told me that months before, right? So it was like that kind of scared you a little bit. That brush with mortality,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: And I guess on my way to work that day, I was like, you know what? Oh, look, my mom's calling. Sorry. <laughs> um, I guess on my way to work that day, I kind of like said to myself, I was like, you know what? Uh, 32 years is a good run, yeah. Most people go their whole lives without getting their fill. I got it at 32, yeah. Um, it sucked the first couple of weeks, yeah. but at the same time, like it, it got it. You know, so you, it kind of sounds cliche to say it got better, but it did. Yeah. Um. You know, some days are gonna suck, but yeah. you know what? Some days being a drunk sucks too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so not drinking works for me. Yeah. Um, I definitely am on what they call a the marijuana maintenance program. I do, and you know, thank God, question two passed, and now you know we're gonna get rec shop soon and all that. Yeah. But um. I've noticed that if I quit, if I run out of weed yeah. and I have to go without for a few days, I'm fine. Yeah. And that it made me a little nervous at first. Right. Because I didn't want to lean on it too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm going out and about, I try not to have it always on me. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, that's going to make me, it's just replacing one thing for another. Right, either. right. And yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, like, the way I look at it is, is like, you know, people are on antidepressants, people are on, you know, things for their pain, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So, uh, I, so I, that's how I justify the, the, the ganj.
0: Yeah.
1: And if it ever becomes a problem, I'll yeah. have to quit that too. Yeah. I know I, I can.
0: I feel like uh, a, a few people I know that have uh, that had issues with drinking have, have switched to that. And mm-hmm. it's, I feel like they've just done a little better.
1: They and probably uh, added a good 10 years onto their yeah, life. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. 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 Especially
0: you know? with now that you don't even have to smoke it. You can... Yeah. You know, there's all these different edibles yeah. and, and, and all different stuff so it's I think it's a a good thing for, for some people a good alternative because yeah, like
1: yeah. we all know drinking's fun anybody yeah. who's you know yeah, and, that, yeah. and that was why it was created right, right. it was created to, to, to enjoy yeah. I'll never like look down on someone for drinking right, right. and I also never look down on somebody if they tried you know to go sober or, right. or, or go without and then uh, you know they feel like they want to try drinking against like, dude go right ahead yeah. if you feel you got it yeah. you know
0: yeah, by all you can means, manage it and, and
1: exactly just remember you know there's a there's always a seat for you back on the wagon yeah if yeah. If, if you got to get back on that's never a, it's and I think that's sometimes uh that finality of 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 12-step programs I yeah. think yeah. kind of bums people out or scares people or it seems daunting right and I get that. Yeah. You know, it, it, it scared the shit out of me at first, too. Oh, never again. Right. <laughs> it's like, but I'm doing better without it. So, yeah. yeah, that's the way I
0: look at it. That's And that's how I feel with, like, uh, you know, I've been on, like, diets off off and on for, oh, for my whole worst. fucking life. <laughs> and, yeah, the same thing, like, wait, so I'll never be able to eat fucking cookies again? Like, oh, my <laughs>
1: God, I know. I don't so, Pizza and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Those are
0: the two for me. Right. And so there's certain things where, you know, there is... But if your doctor says, you know, you're going to fucking you're, die or yeah, we're going to you're cut You knock feet that off shit
1: or, off, man, if you can't moderate it. I know. Yeah, Ugh. It,
0: it puts a scare as, as we get older and yeah. once you start seeing, uh, especially us, you know, we start knowing more people that, that die too. And, more in that
1: four-decade club going into the five. Yeah and, yeah. and it's like, yeah, these are choices we got to start making. Yeah. And at least, I mean, at least with. Junk food and stuff, at least there's healthy alternatives yeah, now. Yeah. So that's kind of a good thing. Yeah. You know, when you're a big guy, I've been, I've been big, big dude my whole life.
0: Yeah. Same here.
1: You know, I'm about 5'11 and my perfect weight for seven foot two.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and man, every time I, you know, whether it's I get into a workout routine that I think is going to stick or just last year I got on that DDP yoga yeah. thing hardcore and I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah. Um, because it not only is good is you know good for you physically it puts you mentally in a really good place yeah but uh, you know I was going 10 months like hardcore onto yeah. it and was really feeling good starting to you know even uh, it, you know what scared me worse was actually putting those pictures out there of like before and after shit yeah yeah like when I was dropping a few yeah because um, I'd never done that before right uh, it, it was like fuck then I then i cracked my wrist right. i fractured my wrist in uh, february right before yeah. i moved up to salem yeah yeah and just fell off plus so much good food up here yeah so much yeah. that i just i completely just just gave up on it and in spring and summer and yeah. now i keep trying to climb back on it doesn't right. totally work but yeah, it's still yeah. you know i'll get back with it i, I feel
0: guess. like some of us are just mindful of it and it's always sort of in the back of our head that right I know what I'm supposed to do to to get there, but I just right now I'm enjoying uh, pizza <laughs> and fucking burritos this month. Yep. So, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, to go back to uh, music, mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, you also were a huge Springsteen fan. Huge. Uh, huge. So there's a video out of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: how a lot of people know me now That's, too. So Funny. yeah.
0: So you and I actually. Uh, you know, Boston music scene is a pretty small scene and everyone pretty much knows each other mm-hmm. and I had always, always known of you and I saw my, my ex-girlfriend and shown me that video before the, uh, Rosalita oh, man. Oh, she did. That's awesome. And, uh, but we finally met, uh, a little over a year ago at, The, the Cure. We went. Yeah. The CEO Cure. Was, Dude, uh, how good was that fucking was show? It was awesome. Yeah. So our mutual friend, Michelle, I, yeah. I went with her and she introduced me to you and, yeah. Uh, yeah so. That, that ruled. Um, I kind of thought I remember meeting you and I was like this is the kind of guy I feel like I always should have known or been friends with you know dude, but. right
1: back at you like yeah. I remember like we were uh, sitting and we were talking out, out front yeah. and that was cool but after the show we sat there for I want to say I think we were there for like
0: an hour and Ooh, a half for a while, yeah. just because it was nice outside yeah, it was yeah. July yeah so
1: we we're just sitting there just rapping yeah and it was like fuck I was like I feel like I've known this dude like yeah. for years yeah um yeah, that Rosalita Man video. I'll give you the little story on that. That was yeah. a few months before I <laughs> That was mid Bender, of <laughs> April
0: 2009. That was so, my, yeah, that was going to be my first question. I was definitely
1: right. I was definitely under the influence of booze then. Um, but I, but funny enough I wasn't drunk because you can't really I wasn't yeah. dr- I, like I had dr- I had drinks before. Yeah. That we might have gotten two or three beers at yeah. the uh, garden. Right. But you can't really get drunk at the garden because yeah. they shut them off real early. For yeah. one, and for two, they're like eight bucks, nine bucks a pop. And we, me and my brother were like, we're not paying that fucking stupid right, right money for booze. Um, so I took my brother, uh, who's also a big Bruce guy, yeah, um, kind of through me and my uncles, but yeah. still, he loves them too. It was like a few weeks before his birthday, so. Um, I I was gonna when I first bought the tickets I was gonna mm-hmm. take my girlfriend at the time but I was like you know what it's Brian's birthday coming up he loves Bruce too let me have this right. With my brother and he um she couldn't wind up going anyway but still uh I, but he was my first choice regardless uh so we um I got tickets like the day before yeah they were like dirt cheap right because this was 2009 it's right after the the cra- the economy crashed yeah and yeah nobody was spending money on shit
0: right um.
1: We, my brother, meets me beforehand at North Station. We uh, we go to Sully's Tap, yeah, to game or whatever the fuck. Basically, just shove as much in us as we could. Right, because we knew right. we weren't going to. And the whole time, my brother's like, "Oh man, I hope he plays." I don't know, you know, certain song here, growing up, right, or something. I'm like, "B, you know, I've seen him a few times. He's not going to play that." Oh, I hope he plays out on the street. I'm like, Brian, you know. <laughs> Ah, there's like five times I've seen him, we've never played out in the street. I don't know that he's gonna play that. And, you know, maybe reeled off a few more songs yeah. that I'd never heard him play. He played every fucking one of <laughs> on that night. It was yeah. like it was kismet like. And there wasn't a lot of people on the floor, right. if you notice from the video. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of weird for a Bruce show, which yeah. is usually always sold out. Um People were like sitting around like, you know how Bruce like Bruce during the encores turns the all the lights on. I'll in turn the house. all the lights on, yeah. and you've got a bunch of people honky dancing. It's, yeah, it's always one of my favorite things because yeah. I'm usually up in the cheap seats. Right, right. So I'm looking <laughs> I'm at this. All the, yeah. Oh, at this sea of offbeat rhythm. Yeah. Just or, or no rhythm whatsoever, yeah. and it's I love it because you. But you're also even though I'm picking on white people dancing, it's also just there's a lot of euphoric, euphoric feeling of like, yeah, yeah they're so happy yeah yeah and Bruce's music kind of brings like yeah, the, not just the happiness out of you but this sort of like you feel like you just want to fight or something yeah, like yeah. that or yeah. or you run know, around or got a goddamn raise at yeah. your job or something there's a there's a feeling his music yeah puts in the uh, the, the the huge fans and and um. There was a guy. I know I'm dancing all over the place on this story. Uh But there was a guy. The last time I had seen Bruce. I was there with my buddy Mark Lynn. And a few other friends. uh, Brittany. And I think Marissa was with us. And there was a guy who. We were at Gillette he was running up and down the field yeah. and during the whole show we were watching this cat and loving him. He yeah. was and he was like synchronizing the things he was doing yeah. to the songs. Yeah. So I thought that was even better. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> he was almost miming out what Bruce was saying. Oh it was great.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, at that show Mar- Brittany and Mark were, were way up in the balcony and yeah. I was kind of like I think I had texted them right before I'm like remember that guy? uh I'm, I'm gonna outdo him right now and i just I, d- I did that whole like run around d- yeah, in, like yeah. a jackass for about 45 minutes um the woman who filmed me got about two minutes of it that right. she liked and cut it spiced it and made that video i didn't know about the video
0: yeah oh so that wasn't some woman that you knew
1: then. no oh Okay. i still have yet to meet her Oh. Right. her name's dd Dee Dee weintraub all her other videos it's funny how i know her name like yeah. boom like that but i think it's just because i've seen the video come up yeah, on yeah. my thing so much but all her other videos are tennis tutorials and stuff <laughs> and then so with like a couple hundred hits then she's yeah, got yeah. Rosalita man with that's like a so few funny. thousand <laughs> uh it's pretty fucking funny uh so right her filming me for those 2 minutes I didn't know about A being filmed B right. that it was out there till a couple weeks later
0: yeah that's
1: awesome uh, it funny enough it was my brother's actual birthday when I found out yeah. we we're going to uh precinct in union square yeah which uh, is i think it's called something no, i think it's brass union now right anyway we we're walking in and you know john blout from uh watts
0: no no. he's in
1: a bunch of bands he's actually in the video with us oh okay he's uh, he's got the most fantastic hair yeah his hair is like 1976 tom petty and oh it doesn't yeah, okay. move yeah, yeah it just stays in that like yeah, perfect yeah. like anyway i envy <laughs> his follicle <laughs> amazingness uh Guy's also a great musician, too, um, yeah. and a good dude. He was there with us at that show and said, okay, you have to go home and Google uh, Rosalita Man. Yeah. And my face sunk. I was like, <laughs> it's what I think it is, John, isn't it? He goes, oh, yeah. As he was right there next to us. You can actually see him in the shot. Yeah. My favorite part of that video was my brother trying to tell me to calm down. Yeah, Because I've always been kind of a gregarious, you know, ye- regardless of where I am, you know, you know, I'm there. Yeah. Whether it's, I'm loud or.
0: Well, yeah, that cure show, I remember, because I hadn't met you yet and you were all the way across the arena from and I was fruity dancing. And and Michelle was videotaping you and she was like, it was you and. uh, Jobian. Yeah. Job, oh, that was, so, that was so good, dude. Yeah. That
1: show, Jovian screamed out at Robert Smith after the encores. Oh, I love you, you weird, scary English clown man. <laughs> oh, no, you weird, sad English clown man. Oh, dude, we were fucking dying. Oh, so fun, so much fun. That's dude. They played such a great set that night yeah. too.
0: Yeah, it was good. That was awesome. Like yeah. I've
1: seen uh, like enough of like bands I loved when I was little, right, to be disappointed by a handful. Yeah, yeah.
0: That was, a, that was not good... even close. And that was a long. Speaking of, like, Bruce shows, that, that show was pretty... Uh, oh,
1: dude, they played a good two hours and a yeah, half, at yeah, least. Yeah, at
0: least. Did they even have an opening band? I don't think so. I, I don't think, think it was just so them. It was yeah. just them.
1: Even if they did, who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So, yeah, so that video is, is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. I was going to hide
1: it. Yeah. Because <laughs> the first time I had seen it was yeah. the morning after. Yeah. He told me about it, and yeah. we were out for my brother's birthday that night. Yeah. So I had woke up with a little bit of a you know hangover. Yeah, um, yeah. I looked at it and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was like, "It's kind of hilarious." I at least have to show a couple of friends. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know that I want this like out there, out there. Yeah, yeah. Because at that time, I, I don't know. I it wasn't like I was trying to like project some image of a cool guy because who the fuck's cool? Right. But um, I, I, I was a little embarrassed by it. I think maybe yeah. because I don't totally remember. in the whole, right, like, right. And let's be honest, I'm not I ain't no goddamn dancer. You know? I don't you know, I sing for a band, but I'm not Pavarotti. Right, right. But, but as far as dancing yeah, man, I'm not Danny Terrio. So I was like, Eek this is a little embarrassing, but yeah. at the same time funny. Yeah. I just put it out there. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. it. I figured maybe, you know, a few of my friends would watch it. I didn't realise people would come up to me. Oh wait, you're the dancing guy from Bruce Springsteen, aren't you? I was like, oh shit. Yeah it kind of took on a life of its own for a yeah. while but hey there it is i was a
0: viral video in 2010
1: <laughs> or whatever it was 2009 yeah
0: how uh, how many times have you seen him 10. 10 yeah i can remember each one too. yeah
1: it's it's yeah um i think the best one was either that one or the year after which was the last time i think clarence
0: yeah oh yeah was yeah. in boston do you have a favorite era of his that you <sighs> hard to yeah. hard to go
1: against the early stuff yeah like that, yeah um Yeah, yeah. I mean, my favorite album is is got to be Darkness. But then again, and you know what? No, it's not. Uh, My favorite album is probably The River. Yeah, yeah. It's one or the other. It could change depending on the day, but it's usually The River because that was the first one I heard.
0: Yeah, that was the first one I heard.
1: Yeah, I think it's got to be The River, and I think the my favorite Bruce song. Yeah. Now that one could change constantly. Um, Some days it's going to be Thundercrack. Some days it's going to be Growing Up. Yeah. I like I really love the whole uh, the whole Tunnel of Love album. Yeah. Even though I love that it kind of gets knocked a little yeah. bit here and there cuz that's when he fired the e street band. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that album is fantastic. Uh, I so think cover to cover that album rules.
0: I think he could have put one good record two out of it when he put those two out Human Touch and I think there's one good record worth That's his usual illusions, between. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like
1: you there's so much filler on it but there's a few <laughs> I, I remember being really pissed off at both those albums yeah. and like buying them and being like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think yeah. it was maybe because I was, that's when I was veering into more edgier, like, yeah, yeah. you know, punk rock, hardcore stuff. So that kind of bummed me out and I I remember for even a few years, like as mad as I was at, like, Kiss for peeling off the makeup, I was mad at Bruce for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh it, it, yeah so I it, it took a couple of years before I could listen to him again then by the time Blood Brothers came out yeah I was okay with them yeah because those tunes are like Murder Incorporated is a fucking cool oh tune. yeah yeah and it was like okay he hired the band again yeah you know okay
0: the, the it's rise- okay to like them again yeah yeah I like the rising to it I thought that was so a, good I know it was fucking amazing so good magic yes. is so good yep, I wasn't was nuts good. about
1: the one after it but there was still a couple of keepers yeah. on there what was that um I know uh, it's not coming to me. It's got that outlaw Pete song that sounds okay. like uh, it sounds like "I Was Made for Loving You." Yeah, yeah. Even oh, right <laughs> well, I think that's also like a little like reverse high five to yeah. Paul Stanley because Paul Stanley wrote Shandy after uh, being right. influenced by what is it the Fourth of July Asbury Park right. Shandy yeah, yeah. song. So it was like huh. you know, there's a little. I guess there it has to be like a little New York, New Jersey connection yeah. there, right? Yeah, you know.
0: I like. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, and that's how I know like real fans when they can sort of still buy people because there's certain artists where like like I love you too up to, Octung Baby after that. I...
1: you just made me cringe. Yeah
0: yeah <laughs> I can't, can't
1: stand not a, not a u2 fan can't stand them never this, could i yeah. don't which is hilarious because of how big a springsteen guy i am yeah yeah and those are two roads that definitely oh, intersect yeah. a yeah. lot yeah. you know i don't know what the fuck it is there's definitely u2 songs i like yeah yeah but i, I just uh, i don't know if it's not the obnoxiousness of bono it really isn't there's yeah. just i eh, maybe it's just that they were crammed on my throat yeah and everybody like sort of assumed I'd like them, or you know what it is too. A lot of my friends fuck. It seems like everybody I know in Charlestown fucking loves them.
0: Oh yeah, it's yeah. their favorite band. Yeah, yeah. No, I they're, know. They're, they're, they're
1: like the Charlestown. Yeah, you would think they grew up in the fucking <laughs> Michelin Projects the way everyone loves them. Yeah,
0: but um, but they the, s- sorry, they see. No, I was gonna say they seem to be one of those bands that I think my mother's calling now. Um,
1: <laughs> Our moms are calling I us. Know,
0: I'm supposed to go see her after this. Um, I'm seeing
1: mom too. Oh, look at this dude. I know. Right? Seriously are like <laughs> ships crossing the wind. Damn. But uh,
0: but no, I was more like saying like knowing you're like a real Kiss fan because you, mm-hmm. you'll go through the later stuff too. Because sometimes t- I know sure. with me, like I was going to say with you too, I just stopped caring and I probably won't go back to there. But like the Rolling really? Stones, I'll still listen to their new stuff even though it's not going to be yeah great. It there won't be, be, but you
1: know what you're getting, kind yeah, of. Yeah. So there's like that. Even the later ACDC stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Every not. in a while.
1: We know it's not going to be Power range, yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? But right. it's, there, there's still something oddly satisfying. Yeah. Later Tom Petty. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. It's not going to be, yeah. you know, damage torpedoes, but it's still going to be oddly satisfying. Yeah. So I, Bruce is like that, too. Uh, yeah. that, that Outlaw Pete album didn't do it for me. And then he had one after that, which was decent. The Secret yeah. Sessions, I kind of liked. But it's like, I, I don't think there's really an era of Bruce I don't like other yeah. than that double album.
0: Right, right. Kiss, uh, same. How far do you, do you go? Because I remember liking that. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm one of them.
1: I'm one of them fanboy assholes. Yeah. I actually, I probably will not listen to it a handful of times, but I do have a copy of Carnival of Souls here. Yeah. Oh, boy, it sucks. Yeah. Um, it really does sound like, uh, like Everett band trying to sound <laughs> trying like Soundgarden or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's no knock on Everett bands. Right, right. Why did I just think Everett? That's mean. I have so many <laughs> friends from that town. Anyway, um, I was just, insert suburban Boston <laughs> garage band here. I could have been, I could have, I, I could have said fucking Chelsea for all.
0: <laughs> have you seen, uh them without uh, Ace and, and yep. Peter. yeah.
1: Yep, I've seen fake Ace and yeah. fake and, and, and fake Chris. Fine.
0: How do you feel about that?
1: Um, fine, until they play Shock Me. Yeah, yeah. Playing Shock Me, even though I've seen them do it a few times, yeah. it's still kind of like... It's nothing against Tommy Thayer. I wasn't even that bummed when they let him wear the makeup. Right. I'm not going to lie, it was a little fucking weird. Yeah. But it's like I also get like what are we going to do? Make him a make him a dinosaur, make him a <coughs> make him a fucking like, you know, they already went to the Ankh and remember the, remember at first they were going to make, uh, they're going to make Eric Cara Bird. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, where, 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 where do you go from there? So it's like, they kept the, the iconic makeup on the guys and I get it and both yeah. dudes are actually like really good. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Know, uh, I, Tom, Tommy Thayer's playing is way too clean. Yeah. That's probably the one thing that like, I think might bug me a little bit, which is almost like how am I going to fault the guy for being really good? Yeah, I know, right? But there's a dirtiness to the way he plays. Like, you can hear... Like, he's... He plays guitar with more pan jewelry on it right. than yeah, most yeah. people do. So you hear that <laughs> clanginess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I saw Ace a couple years ago, I noticed it too. And it was just, there was just something so goddamn cool. Yeah. And he has like, you know, uh, you know, they call Eric Clapton Slowhand. There's something like almost lazy looking about yeah, the about way how he, he
0: strums and about plays. the
1: way Ace does it. And yeah. I don't think I've ever really seen anyone else do it. I mean, he's definitely my guitar hero. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, so that's so hearing someone else to shock me is like, what the fuck? I hate that more than I hate Eric doing and Eric Singer or Eric Carr doing any of the uh, Peter songs. Yeah. Because remember, Peter Black. left really early on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Peter yeah. had these. Sm- this is an interesting little caveat too yeah. Peter's tenure in Kiss is the shortest. Yeah. Yet like a lot of people stop after Peter. Yeah, yeah. Like Eric Carr was a drummer for KISS way longer than Peter was. Yeah, yeah. Eric Singer now is go is going into his third decade. Yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> fucking nuts, right? Yeah, you don't As, even think as about Kiss's that. drummer. And yeah. you know, it's 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 nuts. Like even Bruce Kulik. Yeah. Oh well actually, he's the longest Kiss the shortest tenured KISS drummer. Yeah. He's not Mark St. John or Vinnie
0: Vincent. Okay. <laughs> I so guess we got to throw
1: them in there. Have
0: too. they ever uh, found out what happened with Vinny? Vin- didn't he disappear? Or oh, dude, he's
1: got, he's got a really wild story. Yeah. he was like, uh, and this is why I kind of like fuck Vinny Vincent because he was taking advantage of guys like us, guys yeah. who love Kiss. Yeah. and like you know, pilfering money yeah, off yeah. of them for yeah, yeah. whether it's like memorabilia or lessons or whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck. Yeah. Um, and then like he, he he holds himself up in his house. Yeah. Uh, there's a really like, I think Rolling Stone did the article on it. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It was like a 2014, 2015 yeah. maybe. I, yeah. I, I could Google it and find it out. I'll, yeah. Maybe I'll send it to you later. Yeah. Yeah. Because now I don't want to read the fucking yeah. thing again. Yeah. I remember um,
0: hearing something weird about but and, I,
1: and it was really interesting. Like, he definitely turned into like some kind of reclusive yeah, odd dude. Right. Um, Mark St. John, too. Yeah. I guess got really weird before he passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, freaking Ace has a real kind of, it was in, it was either, was it Ace or Peter's book? Yeah. Whoever was playing with him. Yeah. One of them was was like in his house and found like a lot of like foreign porn, like underage yeah. people and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, at least he's passed away now. So there's right, one right. less child predator in the world. But it was like, man, the guy who played guitar on that album was a pedo.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Or like the uh, drummer for uh, Priest. Remember that guy? Got oh, yeah. It? What uh, was his name? Fucking. Uh,
1: he had like a, he not, had like kind of like a cool rock and roll name. Yeah. Thing, I, think. yeah. I don't know that it was his real name.
0: Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's a he's pederast. Kind of, yeah. Um, so.
1: way, to, way to be the creepiest guy in Kiss, Mark St.
0: John. Yeah. Way to outdo Gene. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe we can close it with how we were, we were talking earlier about like defending certain artists and do you oh, find yeah. it hard? Like nowadays where like comedians and like Louis CK, have you like with something like that? Can you separate
1: in certain times? Stuff? Yeah. I think, you know, there has to be. And this is i guess kind of a cool thing about what's happening now is that these guys do all have to take their fucking medicine yeah yeah you know anybody who you know has seen this and been like sort of like revolted by the way you know somebody talks to someone else yeah can relate to this it's like you know uh, and i guess too it's like you know and it's not me trying to be righteous or virtue signal and you know Accountability is fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, fucking treat people the way you being want be
0: righteous, it's it's the right way to be you know, right, definitely treat people the way you with wanna, this stuff. Yeah. yeah,
1: treat people the way you want to be fucking treated and don't <laughs> yeah. be a fucking don't be a goddamn creepo. It's yeah. really easy not to be, yeah, right? Yeah. It's fine to think things. It's fine yeah. to make jokes and right, all that right. kind of shit. We're only human. Yeah. But what the fuck like like. Ugh. I and I, it, Louis C.K. kind of hurt a bit, but yeah. it's been kicked around for a while. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know,
1: like I think the first time I heard about it was even before he had his show, right? And I remember, like, even watching his show, which I enjoyed. I remember even thinking in the back of my head, it's like, oh, I'm loving this. I really hope that shit isn't true.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know. You know,
1: and so, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. But like, you know what? Fuck him if, in uh, and, and that respect i i guess i'll franken too but yeah i don't know it's yeah. it's there's there's gotta be somebody wiser than i to like be able to come up with a good defense of these dudes other than yeah. you know what take your medicine bro you did yeah. it you're, you're right caught,
0: yeah you know and it's scary too is the like bill cosby Ugh. that one yeah has been like a, a joke and uh a, not a joke but a lot of us you know, I've just been joking about that for years now. Not joking about it, but there's all sorts of memes and oh, right. So it's not like it's okay at this point, but it's well, it's th- almost to the point now where though I don't think those memes are as funny now that all this stuff. Is it really isn't. But I think
1: there's also a thing that most of us know is that like the, the internet is is, is is nothing is sacred. Yeah, yeah, nothing is sacred. Yeah. I mean, for Christ's sakes, how many? um I mean, uh, there's like the, the 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 grossest or worst or you know wh- whether it's 4chan or or, yeah. or or whatever, and that stuff starts leaking into in, into much more you know sort of
0: mainstream, mainstream, yeah.
1: publicly accessible places, yeah, and it's like holy shit, man, there's like really no
0: nothing sacred yeah. nothing
1: sacred now there's nothing you really can't joke about yeah and it's also I mean I remember watching a thing about Christopher Guest years ago yeah. as far as like joking about things that are sort of off kilter it's yeah. its and he had this great line about how it's bad business to explain why something's funny yeah like you could still laugh at something that was horrible right and disgusting and you don't you have no uh, like obviously we're two guys who we don't find anything funny right. about sexual abuse at all right You know but like if uh, man how do I not sound like a dickhead now (laughs) (laughs) fuck Um, uh, but like it's bad business to think like like uh, you to explain why something made you laugh right right you know what I mean so it's like whether it's racial or sexual in nature or what have you if it made you laugh it made you laugh right you know, I think, I don't know, I, I still get dumb Catholic guilt about yeah. laughing about anything. It's kind of like disparaging to anyone, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, shit, I don't walk around, you know and I mean? I, I don't walk around thinking, you know, just horrible. I guess I do think think about horrible things about the world, like, you know, hoping, a, <laughs> hoping an asteroid just blows us up some days. Because, you know, like, what the fuck, bleak. I hate my job or something right, like right. that. Just the same things any, yeah, yeah. any you know misanthropic person yeah thanks but yeah
0: yeah um so to end it i guess you you have a uh you have a band now a new i do what's it called
1: we were called radio faces yeah we were gonna be called thunder rocks yeah and everybody hated it yeah (laughs) and i also didn't realize this was a a sort of a freudian slip on on my own (laughs) part that uh uh, there was a band called Thunderhog a few years ago that had friends of mine in it, Yeah. and it I forgot about them, yeah. and it was brought up to me after the fact, and I felt so fucking <laughs> bad. So Swid John Bell, you guys, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I wasn't really trying to rip you off or anything like that. I know Thunderhog was only around for a minute. It was an amazing name, yeah. and right when it got brought up, I was like, oh. And I actually came up with the I. The, I'll, I'll, and this is the last I'll say about it. Yeah. I was mixing two things I love, which is uh, Thor and wrestling. There so go, yeah. thunder and ox for ox baker the old <laughs> yeah. wrestler okay. so that's how i came up with the name i was stone walking around my house calling <laughs> myself johnny thunder ox ponderosa and just cutting promos in that voice is like an ox baker type nice. and that's how i came up with it radio faces uh is a much better name thank yeah. god we're playing codo on january 26th our oh, first good. show
0: nice.
1: um hope, hopefully we'll have some music out there for people to check out um, what kind of stuff Are you guys doing, doing? Uh, It's definitely punk rock Yeah Definitely yeah. like I said I uh, I have a couple songs That I I mean I'm not gonna say I'm completely ripping them off But Hmong were a huge influence Yes, yeah. Alright cool Um uh, I'm in the band also with really talented cats. So it's uh, Jason Hunt and yep. Owen who are in a band called Pulp 45. You okay. might remember. Yep. They did more Rockabilly thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, my buddy Gamp has been in a million bands. He was in Specter Hawk with me okay. previously. Yeah. He was in Gimantis who yeah. then turned into Tenafly Vipers yeah, uh, yeah. and a bunch of other local acts. Uh, and Will Sullivan, Will Toxic from Toxic Toxic.com yeah, yeah. playing drums. Oh, awesome. So yeah, he's an amazing oh, bass player, and guitar player and he's, he's playing drums for us in his first and he it's you know and he brings a lot of uh lyrics and ideas to the table as well because he's just a super talented guy like i'm actually surrounded by f- four dudes who are way more talented than me yeah, like, yeah, just well. in a musical aspect wise uh, the the only reason why i think they're even agreeing with it is a i'm a nice guy and b i'm funny <laughs> Yes. Yeah, well. so it's like i got that going for me and <laughs> I, I i do get off on on being a front man yeah i was
0: gonna say you like being, being front in front of a crowd like yeah. oh dude i the,
1: that's what i chase yeah that's the actual best high i've ever gotten yeah is standing in front of a crowd playing my own music yeah that's like stuff that we wrote as a band yeah yeah and seeing people in front of me enjoying it
0: yeah, like, yeah. there's nothing better
1: no right. no no better high no yeah. better goddamn high yeah than that so january 26th at kodo awesome I don't know exactly if the bill is finalized but i know we're on it awesome uh yep cool there it well, is. Thanks for
0: doing this, man. Oh, we'll dude, thank you for coming by. Again. Maybe we'll do one where we we'll just talk about Kiss for an hour. Maybe we'll get a couple more uh, because we didn't talk to... about Kiss at
1: all. Yeah. And You're not a wrestling guy, so you can't <laughs> talk about wrestling. Anyways. I know, not. Yeah, that's sorry. cool.
0: That's cool. A lot of a lot of people over the age of twelve <laughs> aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hater, but I'm not. I don't. I'm not a, a big follower. Oh yeah, there's a
1: there, there's a wrestler I was watching an interview with a guy. He was hilarious. He was talking about how um well back in the day like you're looking at I've got a bunch of. Uh, you you folks can't see it at home, yeah. but I've got a bunch of old wrestling toys yeah. up, and these guys used to pull them like rock stars did, as far oh, yeah. as like uh, <laughs> uh, the the lady folk or yeah. guys, if that's what they were into. But they they were you know they were rock stars. Yeah, uh, a local, uh, not a local, but like a, a, a more recent wrestler, Burtis Clay, was being interviewed, and they asked him about rats, which is the their term for groupie. I don't yeah. know where it came from. Huh. Ring rats, I guess, just had a ring. ring rats, it. Right. So, uh, interviewer goes, so what's the rat situation like now he goes rats he goes we don't get rats we get 30 year old guys wanting to want me to sign their toys i thought that was a great anyway so (laughs) cool there it is dude thank you man it's been a lot of fun awesome definitely